Are you looking for an athletic scholarship? You're in the right place. This is the Recruit Me Athletic Scholarship Podcast, the longest running podcast on recruiting and athletic scholarships. We're here to help your family navigate the recruiting road all the way to an athletic scholarship. He's a recruiting expert and a dad of a D1 athlete and a high school athlete pursuing a scholarship. With a wealth of experience to share, here's Recruit Me CEO, Brent Hanks. Welcome to episode 249 of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. This week, I'm going to cover some of the psychological challenges of playing a sport in college. There are many challenges and situations as you go from high school to college that both the student-athlete and the family can prepare for and not be surprised by when they happen. Just like the recruiting process, the new college situations will be different for everyone, and I won't be able to hit every possible new situation that could pop up once you get into college. But I want to bring up many situations and create a little space in your mind to allow the student-athlete and the family to prepare for those situations. Some of these new college situations will help you in your college decision. Some may come up as you step on campus, and some may come up in one, two, or three years into your college career. Before we get into all the psychological stuff, I want to say that I am not a psychiatrist or a psychology expert. Also, I want to thank you for tuning in to the Athletic Scholarship Podcast, and I encourage you to listen to past podcasts to help you learn about the many steps to take in the recruiting process. Please subscribe to the Athletic Scholarship Podcast on your favorite podcast app or on my YouTube channel at Brent Hanks. You will get a new recruiting education podcast every Tuesday to listen to and learn from as you walk, mow the yard, or drive to your next game or match. Join me next Tuesday as we celebrate the 250th episode of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. We celebrate the longest-running podcast on recruiting and athletic scholarships and John Fugler, the founder of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast and Recruit Me, and the recruit-me.com website. As you may or may not know, I have two sons. Parker is currently a pitcher at Northwestern University in the Big Ten Conference, and Sutton is a high school junior in Ozark, Missouri. We have certainly learned a lot over the two-plus years that Parker has been in college. Last year, COVID stopped the college season four weeks into the season. So Parker and our family lost basically a whole baseball season, along with thousands of other college athletes in many different sports and many different levels of play. I'm going to stay away as much as I can from the COVID-affected issues. I'm going to try to lean on more normal conditions in a college academic and athletic year. These psychological challenges are not in any order of importance. So here we go. Psychological challenge number one, living away from home both close to home and far away. This is a challenge that can and will affect a decision on your college choice. Both the high school student athlete and the parents need to start dealing with this challenge. Separation anxiety is going to happen, and it is surprising how many careers are derailed by not preparing to be away from home. Normal family functions will be disrupted for the next four to five years. Birthdays, holidays, summer trips, spring and Christmas breaks will be missed. The player... Mom, dad, brothers and sisters will be lonely in normal times that they would normally be together. Psychological challenge number two, living in a dorm and with a roommate that you may or may not like. Parker had to live in a dorm for the first two years on campus. Luckily, Northwestern Baseball roomed him and most baseball players with other baseball players. This helped a lot because of the familiarity, the same classes, and their overall scheduling being similar. 
The first dorm was older and small with a floor-wide shared bathroom and showers. Parker handled the new digs okay, but mom wasn't thrilled. He survived and met other students and student-athletes in the dorm. The second year, he was in the newest dorm with a suite of three rooms and a three-person bathroom. It was much nicer and, again, with other baseball players and really close to their morning workout facilities. His third year, he rented a house just off campus with two other baseball players. Just know ahead of time, living in a dorm is short-term. Thousands and thousands of students have survived, and it is a great learning experience. Yes, mom and dad, your son or daughter, will not keep their room clean, their bed made, and the neighbors will tempt them to stay out too late or will play their music too loud. Psychological challenge number three. You will not be the smartest in class or the best player on the team. Your coaches have recruited players like you or better than you. Can you handle not dominating? Can you handle competing against older and more mature athletes? Can you handle being coached hard? Can you handle getting a C in a class for the first time? This is where starting to practice self-discipline and time management will be very handy if you will start those practices in your high school career. Psychological challenge number three leads right into psychological challenge number four. You may not play in games much your first, your second, or maybe even your third or fourth year. Doing research on your sports college program and researching many, many different parts of the program like coaches, rosters, player stats, schedule, transfers, and past recruits can paint a picture of what your freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior year can look like. Listen to episode 235, Three Ways to Dig into Recruiting Research, to dig into a school's schedule, a school's roster, and a team's coach. Another aspect is that if you played every minute, every inning, ran or swam every race, or wrestled every match, you may not get to do that anymore. I was joking the other day that I might need to start a support group for POs, pitchers only, in baseball. Most of the pitchers in college played other positions and were good hitters and most played in the field when they weren't pitching. The player, the parents, the grandparents, and the siblings all got used to looking on the field and seeing their player. My wife, Lori, and I actually talked about how we would handle Parker's freshman year as a pitcher only. He was not a starting pitcher and would come in in a relief role as the freshman year started. It was easy the first trip because the first series was in Arizona and we were just excited to be a Wildcat. Parker pitched two innings in Arizona in the third game, which was the last game of the series, and struck out four of the six batters he faced. After Arizona, we decided to go to as many games as we could and support the team and be Wildcat fans and enjoy the experience and the opportunities to see him at the games and at dinner here and there. We decided to get emotionally involved, and we rooted for Parker's new teammates as much as we rooted for Parker. We went into each series not knowing which game Parker might pitch in or if he would pitch at all. He might pitch one inning, three innings, or one-third of an inning. In high school, he knew and we knew for three years when he was starting a game as a pitcher and that he would be in left field and batting leadoff or second in the lineup every game. Not only do you as a parent have to mentally prepare for less playing time and unpredictable playing time, you also have to prepare for the highs and the lows of college pitching or college sports. Parker did pitch well enough to earn some midweek starts. Now we could plan on going and watching on TV or on the internet. I got to go to Notre Dame and Milwaukee to see him start on the road, and our family got to go to Evanston for three other starts. Every sport has its own playing time and success challenges. 
I've always said I will always be proud of my boys, successful or unsuccessful, as long as they play hard. They can't disappoint. I've mentally prepared myself that way, and I have told them that too. It is hard to make eye contact with a parent and a player after they've had a tough outing, but a nod or a smile can go a long way. Another part that the player and parents need to prepare for is when friends and family ask how your player is doing. Again, they don't understand why your son or daughter isn't playing every down, every inning, or every minute. So be prepared. Psychological challenge number five. Be ready for injury, coaches leaving, and or new recruits or transfers. Research on your school and the program will help diminish the chance that you will be unhappy if these occur. Many times, these changes turn into a negative experience, but being prepared can maybe make it positive. Injury can and probably will happen. Are you prepared to sit out a season? What resources does the program have to support you, the player, during injury? Do you like the program and the school enough to stay if the coach leaves? Coaches do leave. They retire. They get fired. They move to another job. Did you think about that and do enough research to feel comfortable on a coaching change or knowing this program brings in JUCO and grad transfers fairly often? Are you ready to compete for time your junior or senior years? Putting in your time your freshman and sophomore year doesn't guarantee you time your junior and senior year when you're in college. Again, thinking about these sayings and not being surprised by them may help your experience go well. Psychological challenge number six. The coach wants you to change. They want you to change positions, change your swing, change your training, change your diet, change, change, change. You've been playing this sport for years. Ten years of prep. Six years of those learning the game, four years in high school getting better and stronger. Are you ready to get coached? Are you ready to not get coached? Are you ready to do what it takes to win a position and playing time even if it's out of your normal box? I'm not saying doing anything out of character, but just going outside your historical regiment box. I guess change is a main component of this broadcast. I'm not saying you have to change, and if you change it will make everything perfect. But you, as a student-athlete and as a family, have at least heard that these situations could occur, then the rough edges can be smoothed. You're still going to have some separation anxiety. The dorm is not going to be a five-star accommodation. You may get your first C in a class or give up your first home run. You may be a goalie that only comes in when the score is a blowout. Or you may be the alternate on a golf team or a swim team in case somebody gets hurt or gets sick. You may have never been injured and have to treat rehab as your season, or again, have to change your style to fit the team or to gain speed or strength that will help you compete to win a starting spot or more playing time. There are six logical challenges that may or may not occur in your college experience, but knowing that they could might help you to not be surprised by these. These are questions, situations that I don't want you, the student athlete and the family, to get caught off guard on. Please, if you can think of any other situations that you are concerned with or that you have heard of from current or past college athletes and families, email me, brent at recruit-me.com. And with those emails, I can hopefully research and answer those concerns. Maybe we can have another podcast on this subject. This is the last week of a series of advice from the Recruit Me families. This is a section of the Recruit Me 3.0 Athletic Scholarship System. This week, I'm going to give you three pieces of advice, one on being proactive, another on making a lot of contacts, and the last one on marketing yourself. Jeff said, we managed to catch interest in a lot of schools. Being proactive is the way to get noticed. 
He had two unofficial visit requests and continues to get letters from many schools. My son can now focus on grades and his performance. He has managed to increase his GPA and his performance on the field. That is what he should be doing. This also gives me something to do besides sitting and waiting for something to happen. I would recommend recruit me to any parent who is truly interested in providing all opportunities for their child to succeed. Todd adds, I purchased Recruit Me after my son's sophomore year and immediately read the information and began following the process. We sent out 55 introductory packets and began receiving letters and emails within a week. He has gotten 20 letters of interest and the correspondence continues to flow in. We will continue to follow the process throughout the last two years of high school and we expect to gain a scholarship. The process has opened doors and has him on the radar of coaches. And finally, William advises, We started late in finding opportunities for my daughter looking to continue playing volleyball in college. We took your recommendations and started the process of creating the material she would need to market herself to prospective coaches. Your system worked wonderful as she had many contacts and eventually settled on a school with high academic standards that she was looking for as well as a full academic scholarship at a D1 institution. Thank you to all the families that have purchased the Recruit Me 3.0 system and thank you for the advice. You can get this advice section and over 200 pages of helpful step-by-step procedures to an athletic scholarship. Go to recruit-me.com backslash system and click on the Get Access button and take advantage of the end-of-school special for only $99. You can get the 200-plus page manual, multiple videos that walk you through the system, helpful audio clips and interviews, and fillable forms that the student-athlete and your family will use to save both time and money. Go to recruit-me.com backslash system to start today. Join me next week as we celebrate the Athletic Scholarship Podcast 250th episode. This milestone is a tribute to the vision of the Recruit Me founder, John Fugler. Tune in next Tuesday to help celebrate.